is Jason Kristoff, podcast 35. And today, what's the date? What is the date? July the 12th. And what we're going to talk about today, I don't think this is going to take too long, but I always say that and I end up rambling about this, that, or the other thing. We got to talk about masks. I don't think people are really getting why the masks are in play. Um, if you knew how these people work, and I've described this over many different podcasts, they work on the lane of traffic technique. So they really don't hold back in their meetings about how absolutely ridiculous, illogical, immoral, unethical, and absolutely insane their end goal they want to, you know, whatever end goal they want, they state that first. So this is how the people who rule our society, this is how their meetings go down. So they will table where they want to go. And they will, I think they've tabled. And it's easy to see what they tabled because how these meetings go is they document the end goal first and then reverse engineer it. This is called the lanes of traffic technique. So Say it's like a very big highway, a big super highway. There's 10 lanes of traffic. Their end goal is over in the 10th lane. And they know you're in lane number one. So how do you get you into lane two, lane three, lane four, lane five? And it's death by a thousand cuts because you don't really, if you saw where this was going and you were in lane one and saw the end solution over in lane 10, you would be like, no effing way am I going to do that. But they know that the human brain can actually become accustomed and familiar with absolutely any sort of environment it's placed into. If you change the environment a little bit at a time, basically, you know, you can get the human animal, animal to do absolutely anything you want. So I'm going to tell you what they're, what's going on with the masks, because Covering your face up, you know, is not, you know, the end goal with the mask whatsoever. And either is making you sick, even though it's guaranteed to make you sick. And then to basically you have a hole in your face called the mouth because it's a, a, a functional piece of human equipment. You use it to breathe. And if you cover it, it's like covering the muffler on your car. All the gas will sort of all the waste gases will come back into the cab of your car and your engine will eventually be destroyed a lot quicker. And that's the same thing with wearing a mask. But that that isn't the end goal. And you see, the end goal is, uh, well, we'll get there because I got to get there slowly because if I tell you the end goal, you're not going to believe me until I explain how they're going to get you over all these lanes of traffic the first lane of traffic in this 10-lane pushover to where you're going to go somewhere you don't really want to be going and you can't anticipate where they're pushing this is the first lane of traffic was convincing you that, and this happened a while ago, so this has been going on a long time. They convinced you that sick people can make healthy people sick. So they convinced you first that viruses were something that can attack the healthy, can attack the sick, and and you're defenseless against it. And how they sort of got that into your brain 
is, you know, maybe a little bit multifactorial, but it was basically through Hollywood film. In the past, say, 10 years, there must be four or 500 Hollywood films about killer viruses and zombies and magical elixirs that you inject into, into the infected person that cures them. And that leaves the, the audience with the idea that, yeah, there's these, you know, these microbes, there's these things that attack you, you're completely defenseless against it, and the only way you can protect yourself from these viruses are, you know, at the hands of the priest class that, you know, traded their black robes in for white lab coats, and they all work with poison. And this sort of this sort of mind control has sort of got you into the second lane of traffic, where you believe that. Now, not if you go to a medical library and a science library, and I'm going to put a video in the show notes by a Dr. Andrew Kaufman, and he will explain clearly that him as a medical doctor sort of believe that as well because that's the indoctrination. It's also indoctrinated into us through TV. So before even Dr. Kaufman got to medical school, he had already been indoctrinated and programmed and imprinted with this repetitive idea. And repetitive ideas work really good on the brain to fortify the repetitive idea's existence that it's true. And so Dr. Kaufman arrived in medical school believing that viruses were sort of magical entities that basically attack you from the outside. And you're very vulnerable and only medicine and science can save you. And it was only recently Dr. Kaufman has explained that he did go into the medical library and did go into the science library to find out that very few studies have been done to prove that sick people can infect healthy people with the disease. And, and he'll describe in the video uh, one of those studies that was done around the time of the Spanish flu. So there were people that were sick and they took many sick, many of those sick people in the Spanish flu and basically like swab their mouths and then exchange the swab into a healthy person's mouth. And there was a hel- there was a hundred healthy participants. And they even took the, you know, the mucus from the nose of the sick people. They took the um, saliva of the sick people. And although these experiments probably couldn't be done today, they did draw blood of the sick people. And they even mixed that together. So they mixed together the, basically the snot, the mucus from people's noses, saliva from the mouth, blood from the bloodstream, all of it taken from sick people, put into a syringe and injected into healthy people. There was a hel- hundred healthy participants in the research study. No one got sick. And then this, and, and that's sort of where they stopped because they don't really have to do any more experiments when they have the Hollywood mind programming machine where they can just have Hobbs and Shaw where there was, there was a, another killer virus uh, mutation scenario or the angels and demons with Tom Hanks. One of the Mission Impossibles with Tom Cruise involved uh, a killer virus on the loose. 
and then Legend with Will Smith, and that was a vaccine, and it produced the zombies that eventually destroyed Will Smith, and uh, you know World War Z with Brad Pitt, Dustin Hoffman with Outbreak. There's the English movie called 28 Days. And if you look those up, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put down a, I'm going to make sure, I, I'm going to put the Dr. Kaufman video I'm good, uh, in the show notes. And I'm going to make sure I'll put the link for all the, all the viral movies, the virus zombie movies that have been sort of put out in the last five years. So this is where most people get their ideas that, sick people can infect healthy people it it's it's a, a theory and it's a theory that's proven not true so we've been made to be afraid of each other uh, we're supposed to be afraid of our fellow human being and this is what sort of fortifies where they're going you know nine lanes of traffic or eight lanes of traffic over because at first they're going to just instill this fear this absolute fear we have of, of sick people when really, you know, they have as much chance as catching my health as I have of catching their disease. And we could go over these experiments. We could do any of these experiments absolutely anytime, just like vaccine, vax versus unvax study. It's never been done, never in its truest form to a gold standard. And they've never done uh, sick people uh, trying to infect healthy people because they know it's complete and other bullshit and they don't even really need to do it. They just got to use the TV and the movies to make people think that disease can transfer between people. And this sort of thing, like even the Spanish flu, if you go back to the Spanish flu, just as a little side note, and I'll put up the Spanish flu information as well so people can read that. It was in Spanish and it wasn't the flu. The Spanish weren't very happy that they as a country or um, ethnic group were were tagged with the responsibility of starting this flu. And if we go back, we see that again, we were lied to. You live on a farm, folks. There's nothing in school, nothing on TV, nothing your government officials tell you is the truth. You were born into the lie. So of course, you don't have any sort of a reference point for what truth is but the spanish flu was caused by vaccines and if you go back in the literature you're going to find that they did the same thing that they're doing right now they number one the war ended and they were trying to poison the troops for very with vaccines so this is a very long drawn out i could really tell a story inside a story but Strong males have always been the target. So we're going to go right into the Spanish flu issue. Why were, why were these vaccines designed? They're designed to hurt and kill, period. And they're most heavily used in the arm, armed forces today as they were around the time of the Spanish flu in 1918. And there's a reason for that. And I'm going to put up the primary reason is that the people who rule us, are all if they've ever lost momentum in any of their insane agendas it's because because of strong males 
So not only are they doing all their other agendas at the same time, there's, they always have, and ha still to this day, and always will conduct this agenda as an attack. There's an attack, an ongoing attack against strong males. And I'm going to put up a very good document uh, proving that the military is there to organize strong males, vaccine poison them, feed them the worst food, and lead them off to slaughter between two countries or sides that are controlled by the same ruling families with the sole intent to get rid of the strongest males, to leave us this fine, thick maple syrup of the beta males and the weaker males that surround us today, which allows evil to trot into our society, which it is doing right now because all the strong males are missing. And they're missing because they've been vaccine poisoned and vaccine injured and medically poisoned and poisoned by plutonium-based munitions and every other type of poisoning in our society. It's heaped on the military more than it's heaped on any other group. Vaccines included. The military is completely over-vaccinated with the most toxic vaccines. And never think for a minute that the name of the vaccine reflects any sort of benefit or targeting virus or targeting disease. They're just needles full of poison designed to destroy strong young men and young women now as well. So in 1918, it was the same sort of issue where they had originally vaccine poisoned much all of the military before sending them out to get slaughtered between, you know, inside a fight between two countries that are controlled by the same royal families. And if people knew this, that they're actually going, there's nothing heroic about it. It's only used, it's only portrayed in Hollywood as heroic so that the young men and young women volunteer to go get slaughtered. It's very easy to con the human mind. And it's very easy to con someone who doesn't know exactly what all these agendas are leading to. So in 1918, there was a paratyphoid vaccine and a typhoid vaccine. And I'm going to put up lots of literature in the show notes about that vaccine and how it started the Spanish flu. Basically, when I poison you through a needle, you're going to get flu-like symptoms and a lot of people are going to die. I can call it the flu. If I'm in control of the agenda, I can call it whatever I want. I can call it HIV. I, call it, I can call it AIDS. I can call it Ebola. I can call it Zika. I can call it... Um, I can call it pandas. I can call it whatever I want if I'm in control. So they called it the Spanish flu. It was started by vaccine poisoning. And basically the soldiers were dying from the vaccine and dying because they're coordinated for slaughter between the royal families who own both countries where all these uninformed people are fighting to their deaths. And Basically, when the soldiers were returning home, the people who control and rule us down on the human farm used their media again to literally say, okay, everybody, the soldiers are coming home. They're bringing diseases with, uh, with them. We have to inoculate everybody. And you might not know, and I'm going to put up 
an article where there's a little announcement in in an old newspaper from Canada, Vancouver, Canada, and it's from 1918, and it says, don't gather in more than 10 people, all the churches are closed, all the pool halls are closed, all the bars are closed. Sound familiar? Because evil's like that. It's too inept to think of new ideas. It goes back to the old ideas. It's the same old idea. So they told the people back home that the war was over, but the soldiers are coming back with different diseases. And the, the, the authorities of the day encouraged everybody to get the vaccine, which is just straight line, line poison. It poisoned everybody on cue. And the reason they're poisoning the the people, I would have to really lead you to one book because basically you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And you might want to go read David Icke's uh, book called The Children of the Matrix. So go read The Children of the Matrix to know exactly who you're dealing with because you're dealing with a very ancient form of what's called energy magic. And the people who rule us believe that you're kind of a battery. And like if I kill you, because energy is neither created nor destroyed, your battery charge is kind of liberated from your body. And they believe that under certain conditions in the right kind of environment, if uh, certain things are around, you uh, those things can harness that discharge of energy. I kid you not. Do I believe it? In a way, I understand energy magic. Uh, but these all you need to know is the people who rule you believe this as a religion (laughs) so whether it works or not they have their own beliefs about why they're killing folks and 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 this also leads to pedophilia if you want to read another book by winky prattney called the devil take the youngest you're going to start to understand that there's a lot of dark occult magicians energy magic involved in pedophilia, the release of energy from children, sexual magic, um, child sacrifice and the energy they believe killing a child gives off. Uh, I kid you not, folks, I really wish none of this was true, but you live on more of a hell than a heaven, but you have a chance to turn it into heaven if you really know who you're dealing with. And you'll notice that the people that you're dealing with don't have the don't really have morality or ethics or rational or logical thought. Like if you look at a Dr. Fauci or an, a, you know Bill Gates or his father Bill, uh, William Gates Sr. If you look at say the mayor of Chicago, if you look at uh, Cuomo in New York, if you if you look you know, even Justin Trudeau, you're going to notice these people aren't right. They're not like you. And if you read The Children of the Matrix by David, David Icke, it's going to start to exp- give you some answers as to why they're not like you. And they aren't like you. And you better find out why they're not like you and how they're not like you so you understand exactly how this human farming operation works because this is sort of the war. It's a war of information. So back to the mask. Why are they making you wear the mask? Well, They are trying to convince you that your breath, 
is dangerous. Now, okay, if you don't know how these people work, I hope you can sort of connect the dots just from there. So I'm going to put an article up from, a, an, it was an Asian amusement park. And I went over this concept in podcast 31, and I might have mentioned it in earlier podcasts. But I, I said it was that lady, Nazi Pelosi, but it wasn't Nazi Pelosi. It was uh, Deborah Burks in the U.S. So uh, let's keep that mask issue in mind. And let's go back to what Deborah Burks did about three weeks ago. Deborah Burks held a Zoom meeting with all the church, uh, kind of like the heads of state of the church the church congregations in the U.S. So I think it was one person from every state represented, you know, the, the you know, the, I think it was the Catholic Church. or I'm not too sure who was represented. But it was 50 high-ranking, or, you know, from every state, there was a high-ranking person representing the church. Now, Deborah Burke said, well, you know, we're going to let you back. Now, no government should ever be giving you permission to do absolutely anything. I want you to get that through your brain. And you be, if you think that the government should exist, it's because you've gone to a government indoctrination camp where they've imprinted that into your brain and made you so afraid of yourself that you, you're, you know, and so afraid of your neighbor. Sound familiar? That uh, you're simply too intimidated or too afraid to, to rule yourself. But that's besides the point. Deborah Burks gathered all these people on a Zoom meeting and said, look, you can go back. You can do your church stuff as long as you stay away, you know, away from your six foot distancing. And you can't sing because that throws the virus farther. Now, lane of traffic, folks, think lane of traffic. Every time a government official speaks, Know that they're speaking five years down the road, and they just got to keep pushing you and pushing you. So they're telling you that singing pushes the virus farther. So that imprints you subconsciously with the fact that the virus lives inside you and that you're a threat to other people and that other people are a threat to you and that you're a virus production machine, and that makes you very dangerous. So if you understand lane of traffic technique, where do you think they're going here? Well, they're going to the point where, well, let's get there slowly then because we don't want to we don't want to ruin the 10th lane of traffic because <laughs> you won't believe what they're thinking about here. They get but they got to get you believing in viruses. The Dr. Andrew Kaufman will explain to you, do not exist. Period. So if you're ever think, talking infection rates, that, uh, that the, the, some snot-nosed, runny-nosed kid made your kid sick at the school, and that you caught a bug down in Cuba when you were just drunk for a week straight, and you're thinking you, that it has nothing to do with you, that it's outside microbes, you're living a lie, you're talking lies, and you're being programmed to believe lies. Andrew Kaufman will explain concretely, viruses do not exist. So that's what Deborah Burks is telling everybody. She's telling everybody that you can't sing, because she already, she already got you believing through all the Hollywood movies that viruses make you sick. So when she comes to the Zoom meeting, 
everybody there is already pre-programmed for the next lane of traffic, which they say, look, it's coming out of your mouth. Is it really coming out of your mouth? Absolutely not. They've tested that. It's not true. There's nothing coming out of your mouth that can make anybody sick. If someone is sick, it's because they're sick. And why are they sick? Was it a virus? No, it wasn't a virus. It was because they're not healthy. They have a compromised immune system because of the way they live. It's not from anything else. They take medical drugs, which are poison, alcohol, which is poison, caffeine, which is poison. They carry a cell phone in their pocket, which gives out cancer-causing Wi-Fi radiation in very in millisecond pulses, that's poison. That makes you sick. You stay up too late, that makes you sick. You work too hard, that makes you sick. And the government also likes the viral uh, you know, model of disease causation because they're well aware, folks, your government, the people and groups that run your government, real, they know viruses don't exist. You think they do, they know they don't. They programmed you to think viruses make you sick. They already know through the research, they've done the research, viruses don't make you sick. What makes humans sick and why the humans are so sick is because of poison. Poison, in, fluoride in the water, Teflon pans, microwave food, alcohol, uh, cigarettes, marijuana, Roundup, uh, mercury teeth fillings, fluoride toothpaste. That's what makes you sick. So do you see how, do you see why the government is so really interested in making you believe the lie that viruses make you sick? Because if you ever found out poisons made you sick, you're going to know who's making you sick right away, which is the government, your doctor, the science teacher, science, medicine, and government. That's what makes you sick. And that's the primary wings of their religion. And their religion has rules and priests and doctrine. And, you know, there's sinners, people who don't believe the science are sinners. Sinners deserve to be punished. It's a whole religion based on you believing that viruses make you sick and you need poison to make you better when really poison makes you sick and then they're just trying to poison you back in the stone age because they're going to try and take advantage of the programming that they put inside your head to begin with. So Deborah Burks is trying to, it's not a big, it's not a big lane of traffic leap over to, um, making these people think that the virus is flying out of their mouth. They argued more like it was their religious right to sing, and they should have been arguing that viruses don't exist and show me proof of claim. If you're going to, if Deborah Burks, you know, some one of these sort of non-human entities or non-human creatures <laughs> that has been placed in this position of power to make you believe that she's a female and she's got a gentle touch and females wouldn't screw anybody over. They already programmed you to believe all that. That's why she's in her position of power. And, you know, basically the people should be arguing with Deborah Burks that show me the signs, show me proof of claim, show me that 
a research study where someone singing or someone talking or a sick person and a healthy person in the same room for three days, show me the transfer of illness and show me it was the same illness that was transferred. They don't have any way to prove that. And the reason they don't even need to is because of all those Hollywood movies where the person has already moved over to the second lane of traffic making the public believe that sick people can infect healthy people with disease with something called viruses that come out of their mouth and then they're going to say if you cover your mouth it's you're going to you know you don't sing you put a mask over your face so that means less and less viruses are coming out of you with which you're just a dangerous viral production machine you're dangerous you as a human God damn it, you're dangerous. And that's what all these lanes of traffic are designed to get you believing that you're the causer of disease. And they've done this so well, even I was going to put up that that Asian theme park uh, sort of document that was published in in a news source over in Asia where they said, keep your screams inside because it keeps the virus down. Like, don't open your mouth, don't scream, because the viruses just fly out of you. You get a human population believing that breathing, that they produce diseases that are killing people. You tell me, folks, how do you finally get rid of that disease? You tell me. It's not too hard to think about where they're going here. That, and they're going to tell you too, like once they l- taught you all these lies that viruses make you sick, you're going to believe any other lie that comes out. Now they're taking people who are healthy, testing them with a fake test, the PCR test. We've gone over this before. The PCR test is the test they're using to actually determine healthy people as carrying this killer virus, which doesn't exist. So the PCR test was invented by a guy called Kerry Mullis. He won the Nobel Prize for Science in 1993 because of the PCR invention. The PCR invention is simply meant to magnify debris of a sample taken. So what it doesn't matter where the sample was taken. It could be from a bat's eyeball. It could be from the anus of a cow. If you, if you subject it to the PCR, the PCR process is a heating and cooling process that's done very rapidly that really it only replicates what was in the sample. And that's the invention. It has absolutely nothing to do with with viral disease. And Kerry Mullis, he died last year, coincidentally, but they tried to use his test during the AIDS HIV issue. And Kerry Mullis came out and said, I'm the inventor. I'm the man who invented this test. And I will tell you that it has no way of doing what you're trying to use it for. And in no way can test 
for HIV, it can't test for AIDS, it can't test for COVID, it can't test for Ebola. It's not a test of any sicknesses, viral, bacterial, prion. It has nothing to do with that, absolutely nothing. That's the test they're using right now. They're running around because you've already believed the first four lies and it's getting people exactly, gets the public right between the crosshairs because that's how the lane of traffic technique works. They're going around with a PCR test. You might as well bring one of those fucking eight balls with you every time you're doing a test or some dice or a coin and flip it because the PCR test is like using a PT, PCR test to judge something is like trying to judge if someone has bad breath by their height. One has nothing to do with the other. And, and someone, a scientist even said that exact same quote. That's where I got it. He said one has nothing to do with the other. And they're running around with a fake test to start telling people you're not sick but you have COVID anyway based on this fake test. Now, how do you actually get a person believing this much bullshit? You had to start them in the lane one of traffic. You had to start them in lane one, convincing them that viruses are invisible things that attack you and make people you, you sick. You can't run around in communities testing people for viruses when viruses don't exist in the first place with a test never being shown to confirm any disease, COVID included, you can't do all this bullshit without first indoctrinating the person in the first lane of traffic and making them believe that invisible viruses can make healthy people sick. We've gone, look at, look at the lane of traffic we're in right now. They're go, they're, they have reasons to go up to anybody in the world who's perfectly healthy and fail them purposely and say, you got to come with me or you got to face the ramifications of this positive test. Come on, folks. What this is, is a way to walk up to anybody anywhere in the world and tell them that they are a threat to other people and therefore they have to be treated as, as basically terrorists themselves for doing what? For breathing. So by wearing the mask... You're actually programming every child in your area, programming you, programming others through sub subconscious repetition in the belief. You're, you're programming the belief that dangerous material flies out of your mouth when there's absolutely no proof of that whatsoever. Absolutely no proof whatsoever. So if you think... Every other human is a threat. And this is what they want to do. They want to say, look, and this is what they're going to do on the next lockdown, is they're going to say, look, it's too dangerous for any human to come into contact with any human anymore. You're going to have to, basically, we can't have cashiers. We can't have grocery stores. This is too dangerous. And they're going to do that, people, unless you wake up. This is a great opportunity to start spreading some of the material that I'm going to have in the show notes, making sure people understand that if, if, you know, if there's an 85-year-old lady that died at a nursing home, she probably would have died anyway at 95 if she wasn't poisoned by medicine, science, and government, but she, we're going to die anyway. And when people die, it's ugly. But 
it's it has nothing to do with viruses. It has nothing to do with you getting attacked or not being in control and having to outsource your responsibility to your health to the death dealers that are in the white lab coats. This is, we're getting ambushed, folks. They're going to start telling us that we are too dangerous to be around other humans based on a lie, based on the first lane of traffic where you bought into the first lie because you saw, you know, Will Smith and Legend and Brad Pitt and World War Z and they're they're all they're all in on it folks they're all in on it you don't get to be a movie star unless you have a very specific bloodline okay or unless you make very specific promises to very specific people and they know what's going on here and you used to pay to go to the cinema the cineplex Spelled C-I-N. Come on, it sounds the same as S-I-N. Do you not know what Plex is? Do you not know what E stands for? E stands for the magic. You're going to the Cineplex. It's Sin, S-I-N. E is the magic. Plex is the, like, solar plexus is the middle of your chest. It means the, the center cluster of the sun. A plexus just means a cluster. Cineplex means a magical cluster of sins. That's what it means. And people can't do the word magic, and they can't figure out half of these agendas. And they don't understand that they don't, they're not wearing the mask. Well, they never do one thing at, at, at one time. They always accomplish many agendas simultaneously. Yeah, they're aware the mask causes brain damage, which makes you even more stunned. But I don't know how, how much more stunned the average person can get out there, but not breathing enough oxygen can certainly do it. And it, it hurts your organs. It's going to make you die faster. But the primary reason they're making you wear the mask is simply because they want to convince you that you're a virus production machine, that you're dangerous to society. And then they're just going to say, look, we can't even have anybody working at Amazon we, or you know, these big warehouses. We have to go to all AI. Humans are very dangerous. And how did, how did, how did a kid born in 2050 who might live to 2070, he's going to be born into the same lie? He's going to be born in the middle of that law. He's going to have no reference point for the truth. He's going to think his breath, the actual act of him breathing, is dangerous. And then they might take people out and say, we can't even have humans anymore. They're just too dangerous. Everybody into the boxcar. Everybody that could camp. We can't deal with the COVID anymore. Everybody's failing the test. Of course, everybody fails the test. Because the PCR test is hand-picked, number one, like I said, it doesn't test for COVID. So if you ever hear anybody talking about infection numbers, it's the PCR test. It does not test for COVID. What they're going to do is anytime they want to inflate the infection numbers to lock everything down, they're simply going to do more tests, folks. That's it. Because 50 to 80% of the PCR tests on average come back as positive for COVID. That's just the way this, this goes. The way the procedure goes, you get eight, five to eight out of 10 positive COVID results for every 10 
uh, COVID test you do. And it's like going around and testing IQ. There's going to be a fucking moron outbreak anywhere in the world. But does that mean anything changed? Absolutely not. <laughs> so that's what they're going to do with the PCR test is whenever they want to inflate the numbers and scare you. So in November, they're just going to go out and test more people. And that's what they've done in Australia already is they I, I went over that in the last I think the last podcast they went to Victoria pick the poor households because of course you need the poor you know you, you need the poor people to do any of these agendas because they they can't think like better educated or more better nourished people that have proper brain function and there's nothing wrong with those people like if you feed a human garbage and pump TV into them and send them through the government school system, they're going to be unable to think, period. And we call those poor people. And so the Australian government knows the the averages. They go into the poor housing units in Victoria. You know, and I'd love to go in and save those people myself. Better nutrition, exercise, sunlight, proper water, educate them on how to get out of the system and there's ways to do that and if anybody wants to improve themselves in that way i'm going to put up jeff berwick his uh dollar vigilante summit summit that he just recorded gives you the a to z on how to prosper and thrive through all this government liaria and if anybody's out there don't have enough money right now low economic status low low health status i i encourage greatly investing in jeff berwick's uh taped dollar vigilante summit so you can get a leg up on every part of your life health wealth spirituality um, everything that you, you need to be a success. So the Australian government went into the Victorian housing unit where it was low income and said, if you get a positive test, you're going to get $1,500. What do you think happened? Lots of people came out. Lots of people failed on cue because the test is fraudulent. Then they locked everybody down. Again, just every action they take, like you're, like if you were born into this situation, if you just arrived on the planet right now, you're going to think, yeah, this thing is dangerous. The virus is dangerous. These people have the virus. These people are dangerous. How many lanes of traffic do you think we are away from putting people on boxcars? and sending them to concentration camps, COVID camps, because they failed this test, and that the test it proves that these people are dangerous to everybody else around them. And guess who they're going to try and test? The poor, the seniors, the minorities, and the dissidents to leave the maple syrup, the fine, thick maple syrup of the, the end product that they want, the conformist weak followers, which is the perfect population to go into the next step with. So the masks aren't about, you know, protecting yourself from a virus that didn't exist. It is about giving you more brain damage and organ stress and making you die early and making you prime for the next, you know, the, the kill shot vaccine that comes out in November, but it's simply one more layer, one more lane of traffic they're going to push you over to imprint repetitively over and over in your mind that you, my friend, as a human being, your breath can kill other people. And if your breath can kill other people, 
The only way to solve the problem is to stop you breathing, which is to euthanize you. That's exactly where this evil cult is going. That's all they think about. They have different minds than you. And again, it's based on energy magic. They like blood sacrifice. They believe that you're a battery. You go to any physicist right now and they'll tell you energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just changes sort of modalities. So this ancient energy magic black cult, dark cult, believe that euthanizing people helps helps release their sun energy, which can be captured by them or their friends in various different ways. So I know that's probably not a story you want to think about when you go to bed tonight, but try not to wear the mask know where they're going with this try to spread the information this is a great time for us it's an opportunity for us to turn on this ancient death cult that basically controls the primary seven facets of our society it controls banking medicine science media government and the military and the education system. That's that's their strongholds. That's where they either poison you directly or they poison your mind through indoctrination and propaganda. So if you want to try and work against this system, make sure you know where the sent the bastions of power where these groups get their power to make us live out. They make us believe lies. They make us live out lies. And then as we're living out those lies, like we're the tr- like it's the truth, we slit our own throats. And th- they actually believe that if they slit our throats, there's negative consequences in the energy field. That's why they pay other slaves to enforce the immoral laws on us. And that's why soldiers, when they come back from war, they have the PTSD, they have the stress disorders, they have the addictions, and they often kill themselves with alcohol, drugs, or prescription drugs, because this cult insists they do none of the dirty work because their energy magicians know that taking the life of someone else, if you do it directly, there's actually ramifications in the spiritual world. And that's why they pay soldiers to do their dirty work or police officers or even teachers to teach kids nothing but utter utter lies about what's going on on this planet. And that's why the word soldier is actually soul, S-O-L stands for sun, or your soul, S-O-U-L, and then the last uh, four letters in soldier is dire, D-I-E-R, you're a dire, you're a soul dire, that's how you spell soldier, folks, that's the word magic, it means death of the soul, that's what soldier means, death, death of the soul, or death of the sun, death of the light. And, you know, that's probably a good place to leave this off. This is Jason Kristoff signing off. Let's make sure we turn this around. Let's let's make sure we know who we're up against. It's a great opportunity for freedom. Let's make sure our kids don't, don't you know, don't get to that 10th lane of traffic. Have a good night.